Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This podcast is sponsored by Terraform Development is a Navajo and Hopi-owned engineering, architectural, and project management firm located in northern Arizona. The company has full-time staff and comprises of Navajo and Hopi employees. Terraform services include civil engineering, residential design, drone mapping, and project management on projects for your need. Terraform is a Priority One Navajo Certified Business and Hopi Business License Certified. Contact Terraform Development at T-E-R-R-A the number four orm.com and follow them on instagram at terraform development hey you all this is carl from carl and j man save the world podcast if you are listening to us from the anchor website or the anchor app let me tell you about it it's free there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Now, there's even an option where you can add Spotify directly to your episodes. The possibilities are endless for what you create. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go ahead and download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M to get started. Listening to the Carl and J Man Save the World podcast. I'm your host, the Five Star Five Diamond Chef J Man, and with me is my co-host, the purveyor of boxed water, Carl. Yo, what's going on? I mean, yeah, I have box water here. Drinking box water. If box water wants to sponsor us, please give us a shout out. Give us an email at cjpodcast85.com or whatever dot email. I don't know what it's called. We've been doing this for over a full year. <laughs> uh, okay, take two, take two. <laughs> Are you for real? Do you take two? <laughs> no, just go with it. Let's do take two. All right, take two. two. You are now listening to the Carl and J-Man Save the World podcast. I'm your host, the five-star, five-diamond chef, J-Man. And with me is the guy that likes to wear quas pants to school, Carl. Yo, what's going on? Yes, I love to wear quas pants with the with the uh, wallet that's still uh, imprinted, imprinted in, on the backside the back there. Side. Where I don't even have a wallet in there, so... <laughs> 
But it's good to be back here in the studio on an unusual day. On a very unusual very day. Very unusual day. And so we apologize to you all out there that normally wait on Wednesdays to hear our brand new episodes. But uh, as we mentioned, if you follow us on our social medias through Facebook or Instagram, I think that we abandoned ship on our Twitter account. So if you follow us on Twitter, apologize that we are not active on that platform at all. But we did run into some issues that are beyond our control. And so we had to move our were uh, season finale episode from Wednesday to Friday, but I think that because this is the very first time that we've ever had to do this in our existence, which is a pretty good thing. Yeah. And so, um, you know, I'm here. I'll, I'll do my best to bring the energy. But before we started recording, I told Carl that I am depressed AF about our Phoenix Suns losing in six games. And so, you know, I'm pretty heartbroken. Uh, did a lot of crying in the last two days. And so, you know, I I am, we'll try to get back in focus, <laughs> try to get back into to that uh, yeah, uh, yeah. positive Actually, he, he's not lying about the crying. His eyes are all puffy and red right now. And uh, <laughs> it looks like he's been ugly crying right now. And, uh, you know, I, I believed in the Suns. I believe that this young team would have taken uh, the championships and taken this all the way. But, you know, uh, some things that you just cannot control. And although we shouted at the TV, I think pretty much the entire village was shouting at the TV. And I could hear that all the way uh, throughout the villages. And even though we did that, it still wasn't enough for them to actually take the take that win there. Wasn't enough for them to take it all. And so, you know, we actually are going to do a bonus episode on heartbreak uh, following this episode. And so, you know, while you're listening to this, be sure to look out for our, our bonus episode to conclude season five. And so season five is coming to an end. This is our season finale. And so, you know, after we record this episode and then the bonus episode that, you know, Carl and I will be taking our summer vacations, oh, which yeah. I yeah. think is much needed for the two of us because we've mentioned numerous times during this season that season five was exceptionally busy for us. Yeah, it and, is. You know, because then we are summertime farmers a lot of ceremonies go on during the summertime for Hopis out here on the Hopi reservation so before we get to the main topic of today's episode i would like to give some shout outs give some shout special shout outs to some folks that have helped us along the way big another additional shout out to our sponsors terraform development and our boy justin villarill but would like to also give individual shout outs in appreciation to our 30 pack givers big shouts out to alexis kahi to michaela williams terry hanani deidre leslie venetia hanani Rachel Reinhardt, Noel Koyahoma, Aaron McEmris, Novamsa Designs, Joyce Hamilton, Jerris Mark Billigodi, Donovan Goldtooth, Dion Sania, our boy Millard Gowanyama, Gary Lomayesva, and Michelle Holden. All right. Thank you, everybody that has donated for the CJ podcast, making us, you know, create all of these shows for you, create all of the happy mem memories, and creating all of the, uh, you know, great content for you guys to listen to. Additional shout outs to our home sponsor, to Peace Academy. Center, 
who has provided us our home here at Peace Academy Studios. And then another shout out too to our girl uh, Kelly. Kelly Jean. Kelly Tungovia, who has produced all of our artwork for our episodes this season. And uh, last night I was watching The Office. I almost <laughs> gave a shout out to uh, Kelly Kapoor by accident. And then, you know, trying to remember what's Kelly's last name. And then I almost Kelly Kapoor. gave a shout out to <laughs> Tiffany Amber Thiessen and almost said Kelly Kapowski. And so shout out to Kelly Tungovia. Kelly Jean Tungovia. Thank Neither you. of our other... Kelly's of our dreams, of our wet dreams from years past. And so, but today we're talking about something that I think a lot of people need to have conversations about. And that's uh, health and wellness. Yeah. And so for health and wellness, I think that we've touched upon this topic throughout a lot of the previous episodes, like if you think back to our uh, hope, traditional medicine versus Western medicine episode, if you think back to some of those, even those way early episodes about growing up res, that we've touched upon at least what our lifestyles, how we live in producing a healthy lifestyle or ensuring that we're staying and making sure that we're well. Yeah. Physically, mentally, you know what I mean? Because this is such a huge topic. And I think that really, you know, I kind of wanted to touch upon this stuff and defining what health and wellness is from a Hopi context. You know, I, uh, I was, I was at, um, at Flagstaff over the, over the course of this weekend. And, uh, I took Sol into Flagstaff to buy her all of her supplies for the ceremonies that we'll be conducting. And, uh, you know, I, we were in, um, Home Depot. We're in Home Depot and man, I, I, I rarely go to Home Depot because I end up buying like a tool that I never use. And I just buy, I, I like tools for some reason. I just like, I just like tools, like tools, you, just, you like looking at them. I like, I and like not using them. I like buying them and never using them. So, but, but this one was like, you know, I went in and I was like feeling tired and just like out of breath for some reason. <laughs> And if the you know I parked in the handicapped parking spot because we have the little card because of Kwa and, and even that little walk just going into the you know going into the uh, um, Home Depot made me all tired and everything like that. I was like man I must be out of shape just to I need one of those little scooters that you get in the front <laughs> part and um, in in Home Depot. Uh, there, there is a, uh, you know, there's those little seatings, you know, they have these little displays where you can sit down on like the furniture and stuff. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and I said, so I'm going to sit here for just a minute here. So she went to go use the restroom and uh, I was sitting down just looking at my phone and I saw these workers pass by me and they were kind of giving me a, you know, a dirty look and stuff like that. And uh, I, I didn't think twice of it. So I, I ended up getting up and I, I took... I went over to the couch cushions or those little cushions that you put on the outdoor uh, couches. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, all right, you know, these, these feel actually pretty good. Just, just, uh, you know, thinking that I was testing out the merchandise before actually buying one of the merchandise. Mm -hmm. So I go in and buy, or I go and get the couch cushion or the little chair cushion. And I'm like, I'm not going to buy this thing. It's like $34 and stuff like that. I'm just going to just pick it up and then just walk around with it and put it uh, back and stuff like that. So I go and I, I do this whole thing. And then, uh, you know, um, not, I didn't want to be like a, a weirdo and then just put it back and stuff like that. So I ended up buying like a couch cushion or a chair cushion. And it was just because, you know, I just didn't, <laughs> 
I, I don't even own a, a chair that's, that can fit that couch cushion. I just have a couch cushion now, so... For the listeners at home, you couldn't see me, but, you know, I had my fingers <laughs> going in a motion of like, wrap it up, Carl, wrap it up. Because how does this story of your visit to Home Depot, uh, how does that relate to the topic of health and wellness? But basically hey. what Carl is saying <laughs> in a very long way is that he's out of shape <laughs> and that he's used to taking advantage of Soul and Gua's handicap sticker to basically park right in front of the stores yeah. at all stores that he goes to <laughs> and decided to throw in that, you know, he was long story. sitting yeah. his lazy ass around <laughs> on a lot of the different furnitures yeah. within the store. And so for those of you <laughs> that voted on our Instagram story on our latest poll, do you think that J-Man will be nicer to Carl? A lot of you voted right for once, <laughs> for once in all of our Instagram polls. For once, a lot of you voted correctly in that, no, J-Man will not be nicer to Carl. And so that's that's my how my little rant kind of goes on from this. But then, you know, because like we've talked about, I guess, you know, in terms of like that, like because in, in regards to health and wellness, especially for Hopis here on the reservation, yeah. and definitely this applies to uh, Hopis off the reservation or native people off the res- reservation or even people in general off the reservation or even on the reservation that I think a majority of us live unhealthy lifestyles. Oh, yeah. And that a lot of us don't practice a lot of the things that we need to do to upkeep our physical wellness to upkeep our mental wellness and i think that the ways that we've talked about it a lot in our previous episodes we've talked about it from a real contemporary context in regards to like things like our diets the lack of exercise or you know other types of things that we engage in maybe a lot of us are drinkers or you know drug users yeah yeah or you yeah. know just a lot of different unhealthy practices but i think that one of the ways that we've never really talked about health and wellness is talking about it from the perspective of a quote unquote traditional Hopi mindset because that I think that you and I have been fortunate enough to have heard lessons and the different types of conversations about how Hopis back in the day ensured that they stayed healthy and kept a well uh, kept their well-being regards to their physical and mental and so what are some of those those tips or stories that you've heard from Sol and Gua in regards to back in the day you know uh, before before like all of the piccadillies and all of the the slushies and the pickles hot cheetos, the hot cheetos and stuff takis yeah it, you know be back before then all of the Hopis used to grow their own food grow their own uh hunt for their own meat and you know and, gathered yeah gathered all own, of the little plants berries uh you know little things like that and w- the reason why they did that is because they lived off the land they lived where it's like they take from mother nature and then they give back it's sort of like a give and take kind of thing and in the process a lot of the Hopis back then were healthy and fit because of they were always gathering they're always hunting they're always farming they're physical lifestyles. yeah they they lived physical lifestyles and now you know we don't do that everything is all prepared for us everything is all is all ready made for us you know we have the hungry man meals we get the we get the 64 ounce piccadilly instead of the eight ounce now and you know <laughs> 
you know, we, we supersize, we supersize all of our <laughs> meals at the, <laughs> at, uh, at K-Town store. And, you know, it's, it's, um, it's, it's a shame to see, but it's, I guess it's the lifestyle now that we've become accustomed to. The lifestyles that we become accustomed to. And then, you know, you hear like, you know, if you're fortunate enough that you hear, you know, the conversations by the old people and talking about how life was lived back then, because you've even brought up some examples of how our farmers would make their, um, I guess their travels down to their cornfields, like they would actually physically walk down there themselves. Oh, yeah. They would run down yeah. there themselves. And so that was additional um, exercise for them before they even got to back-breaking work when they got down to the fields or even down to the diets, like you mentioned, that a lot of the food that was consumed were, were uh, foods that were grown within a, a farmer's cornfield or were, you know, meats that were either hunted or butchered from the sheep and, you know, some of the cattle that Hopis had back in the day. And so I guess really that whole idea of living this physical lifestyle, like way back in the day, this whole idea of having such a healthy diet way back in the day, when you hear it from the perspective of the older folks, that it really is intertwined with this idea of what a Hopi lifestyle was or a Hopi life was. Yeah. Because yeah. then, you know, in regards to how Hopis lived all the way down to how they spoke and the types of things that were intertwined with like the religion and the culture that that all equaled out to this Hopi life. And so the way that those folks talked about it is that they say that this life was made for us. Yeah. By, yeah. you know, the, the, the gods, I guess you could say, folks and that it was uh, this life way that we were supposed to live and you know you have conversations from from those old timers and talking about how things were back in the day that everybody was fit and that you know you look at some of those old pictures that you and I have referenced before that there's not a single chubby person oh no inside no. that everybody's slim everybody looks muscular and it's really because of this quote unquote traditional lifestyle yeah, yeah. that Hopis lived back in those days. And so, you know, we've really gotten away from that. And so, you know, thinking about from a Carl and J-Man perspective, what are some unhealthy habits that you might have yourself, <laughs> Carl? You know, um, we'll start from the very, very top <laughs> list here. <laughs> You know, I, uh, I'm, I'm just like you and everybody else out there that eats unhealthy. You know, we eat pizza, we eat burritos, we eat warm-ups, we eat, uh, you know, a lot of the, a lot the of processed yeah, a lot foods. of processed foods, you know, it's, it's all about how we want to just kind of live in that good life, quote unquote, good life as a, as a white person rather than living a quote unquote, good life as a Hopi person. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, there there are two different ways you can put it is that, yes, I, I still want to live like the Hopi good life, but I love my McDonald's. You know, I love the chicken nuggets there. I love the, you know, I love going to uh, when it was Sabaro's Pizza in the mall. Yeah. You know, you know yeah. all of these little things like that. And it's because of how we we see 
uh, we want to, we, we see life pretty much like this. And to give the quote from um, the famous uh, comedian Charlie Hill, I love the way that back in the early 60s, he was interviewed. He said that it's very, very easy to become a white person because it's all materialistic. It's already there. It's already processed there. But it's hard to be a Native American in the modern society here or a traditional Native American in modern society because you're already uh, looking at that processed part there and you're already thinking that that's a lot easier than my, you know, the, the Native American life here. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so that, you know, that, that kind of stuck to me and I was like, yeah, that's actually true. And, and that just goes with like, you know, the, the health and wellness part of it is that it's easier to grow down to K-Town and buy the warmups, you know, buy behind the glass where the chicken nuggets are, you know, it's, it's easier to do that rather than going out and go hunt for a rabbit or going out and go hunt for something else that's actually healthier for you or going out and picking a lot of like these little berries or the you know enlatoki, you know all of these little things like that it's it's a lot easier to do that than rather living the lifestyle that it's supposed to be living mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I think that your comments are pretty accurate and you know there's one thing that you know i kind of oh have been thinking about a whole lot recently and i think that it's a dynamic that can only exist in a culture like hopi a culture that still has a strong presence of our heritage, culture, yeah. heritage, language, heritage, religion, etc. But yet still having this big influence of the white man's lifestyle and how we live and how our mentalities are, are molded. Because then, you know, th- we've mentioned this before in previous podcasts that there is this dynamic of uh, our infighting about what's traditional versus what's not traditional and you know how to carry yourself as a Hopi in the 21st century trying to maintain this Hopi identity but yet still I guess trying to figure out how to live this white man's lifestyle because essentially that's what all of us are trying to do and I think that you know in, in thinking about that a whole lot is that I think that even our generation a lot of well I I guess really everybody's generation in today's society, we weren't weaned on this idea of a traditional Hopi lifestyle. No, no. Because then, you know, for as long as you can remember, you've been probably eating McDonald's. Oh, yeah. For as long as I can remember, I've been eating McDonald's. Like I tell my kids all the time that, did you guys know that McDonald's used to sell pizza? <laughs> yeah, and used to sell hot dogs. <laughs> and used to sell hot dogs. <laughs> and so, you know, this this whole idea of really being on this strict Hopi diet was never really in our life. No. Because we always had French fries. We always had pizza. We always had the convenience of fast food. We always had the convenience of warm-up dinners within our lifestyle that this idea of only eating organic was never really truly present. No. And so, you know, I think that's a good segue going into this idea of the next topic is that, you know, contemporary Hopi communities and what our wellness and, and health is looking like and how we live that. Because then if you think about our ceremonies, right? Yeah. If you think about our ceremonies, if you think about what it is that Hopis pray for, 
We pray for a long life. Yeah. We pray for a good life. But how can we obtain that long life and that good life if we're eating French fries four days out of the week? If our main foods that we're incorporating into our diets that we eat every single day are things like spam, fried potatoes, and we feed our children things like piccadillies. And then even, you know, there's this long conversation that my dad has with a lot of people. And I certainly agree with him. When you think about our kiva, when you think about the men's work and what they do down there is that you have cigarettes yeah, present yeah. down in the kiva. And my dad always used to point out, meh, you look at the cigarette box and it clearly says that it may cause cancer. Yeah. And if we, if it's saying that... And we know that. Why do we allow it to be in the giver when we're supposed to be praying for long lives and healthy lives? Before we go on, we're going to go ahead and take a quick break. Hi, I'm Kiona, Hopi Relief volunteer and board member. Hopi Relief is a grassroots Hopi-led nonprofit organization founded to provide relief services, food boxes, and essential supplies to Hopi tribal members throughout the COVID-19 pandemic and beyond. Our focus is to uplift the Hopi community by empowering our people to create homegrown solutions to challenges we face. We are supported by the generosity of like-minded individuals and organizations who simply want to help. You can get involved by following us on social media, sharing our story, or donating on our website, www.hopirelief.org. We are at Hopi Relief on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And we're back. And so, you know, the last point that I was making before we went to our uh, to our break was that, you know, kind of a lot of what it is that we do within our communities, what it is that, how, how it is that we eat and basically how it is that we live how, how that is kind of counterintuitive to this idea of what it is that we pray for when it comes to our ceremonies and things like that. You, you know, uh, before we went to break, you said that about the cigarettes and everything like that. There was a study that was conducted in NAU that one of the one of the native students, uh, she was she actually did like this study of how relatable like cigarettes were to like Hopi Piva mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that how how it could benefit or how it is benefiting Hopi traditions and in my mind I'm like you know cigarettes are modern made you know they really don't have a, a place in Hopi society but then there were others there other men actually that were there taking this survey and they were saying that even though modern modern uh, things like that everything could become potential to like giving us rain giving us the prayers even though you're smoking uh you know cancerous sticks smoking that to the rain gods and saying that yeah i'm gonna i'm praying for the praying for the health health and wellness of the people i'm putting my health at risk and to putting- pray for everybody <laughs> by by praying through the uh uh, yeah, and it's it was weird to me to hear that because how can you say that when when all we know is that yes, this is something bad that we shouldn't do. Why are we giving this to something pure <laughs> <laughs> and then making it where it's like okay, yeah, like you know this is we're praying for the rain and for the good and the wellness of the people. <laughs> Still like Reminder to the listeners out there that full disclaimer, anything Carl says should be taken with a grain of salt, needs to be researched by the individuals 
out there. No, I'm just kidding, Carl. <laughs> no, but you know what? That that what what you just said is that it's something that I've actually heard before myself from uh, traditional leaders. That uh, when they were talking about even when you're smoking the the white man's uh, cancer stick, yeah, that you should still have those thoughts of rain and clouds. Same thing that we're taught when we're uh, smoking the the Hopi pivo or the yeah. traditional the traditional tobacco. And you know that kind of took me back too because exactly you know what your thoughts were was how can you be smoking something that. Clearly, we know it has chemicals in it. Yeah. Something in it that we clearly know can cause, you know, the de- deterioration of your health, but yet still have that thought that if you're smoking, you know, a, a cigarette that you should still be thinking about, about clouds and, and the rain. And, you know, I think a lot of that just really has to do with knowledge, like because if that's an old time thought process, then they didn't have that information about what's in a cigarette that we do in in today's uh today's uh knowledge uh uh what was that what was that group here that the the hopi uh cancer or no or there was another one the the um, there was a group that was here on the hopi reservation to tobacco prevention was it the tobacco prevention club or whatever club (laughs) maybe (laughs) uh but anyway uh, in there there was a person there was a man that was in there that was stating that you know yeah the there's a lot of cancer there's a lot of things that are in a modern cigarette and but you you have all of these uh um other options i guess you could say to tobacco you know, there are other, other ways of getting like a tobacco fix because all it all, it's all about the nicotine that you're, you're wanting and stuff. And in Hopi Biva, you know, they classify that as a class, I don't know, like class 10 class, something like that, where it's like high potential risk of nicotine right. has one of the highest rates of nicotine. And it's, it's basically a poisonous plant hmm. that we actually smoke, but we smoke it in a way where it's not everyday kind of thing. We, we don't smoke it like it's rolled up in a cigarette and it's filtered. We smoke it where it's like, you know, in the traditional pipes and it's, it's, it, we're, it's not, we're not, you know, sucking it down pretty much like the regular smoke. And it's not something that's consumed every day. No, it's not consumed like, like every cigarettes. day. Cigarettes. Yeah. Do, do you smoke cigarettes? No, I don't smoke. It's just menthol. <laughs> I, I, I don't smoke cigarettes either. And, uh, but, you know, I, I definitely agree with that thought process of, you know, why do we have yeah, cigarettes yeah. in our kivas when we're supposed to be praying for the health and wellness? And, you know, I guess starting this segment off, I should have asked this question to you first. Are we healthy here on the reservation? Are we well? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, no. God, no. I mean, if you, you look, go, go to K-Town store. You'll find like all the people out there are just unhealthy. <laughs> you have canes. You know, they're walking with canes at the age of 35 and... <laughs> <laughs> and saying, oh man, my knees hurt. And I'm like, I'm the same age as you, man. <laughs> well, you're the one that's taking rest breaks at Home Depot when well, you first walk in. Well, so that's because maybe it's we a, need to get you a cane. That's because it's a big store. <laughs> <laughs> I like the scooters. I just like to roll around in the scooters. Why, why do you think that the reasons as to why a lot of us are unhealthy? Well, I mean... I believe that it's because of how our lifestyle has changed so much. It's, it's because it's easier to become that person. It's easier to have that convenience. It's, it's easier to just follow 
like the follow the leader pretty much like you know if somebody's leading to say that oh yeah this is uh you know something good here this this will make your li- change your life for the better but it's unhealthy for you you're going to go ahead and follow because that person is doing that and it's easier for us to do that well i i think you know there's a lot of unhealthy components in, in the way we lived and we've talked about you know a lot of them we talked about our diet yeah that a lot of us do like to eat fried greasy potatoes and you know although hopis aren't as big about fry bread as a lot of our uh i i guess uh native friends and relatives but you know we do consume that and there's a lot of other unhealthy types of stuff that we do eat and as mentioned before that like during the ceremonies yeah that you know the women are busy you know cooking and cooking cooking tons of food and a lot of those food are Things like fried tacos oh, or, yeah. or things like that. Fried oh, yeah. bread, wilkaviki, yeah. or even pekaviki, um, uh, uh, which is the tortillas. But then that's made with processed flour. And then so when you're having meals out here on Hopi, you're not consuming a lot of the traditional foods, breakfast, lunch and dinner. But rather, you're eating a lot of greasy foods. You're eating a lot of foods that have that processed flour in it or other types of processed foods, processed sugar. And, you know, a lot of us love things like uh, Coke. And, you know, (laughs) honestly, I, I think that the reservation is split between Coke and Pepsi. Although really, in reality, the the unofficial, official, unofficial cola of the reservation is probably RC or Shasta. You know, um, there, there, you know, there is a, there is a health and wellness, uh, program that's out here Mm -hmm. and they try to explain the good fats and the bad fats to Hopis and they're like, what is a good fat? I thought fat was just fat, 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 (laughs) fat, you know, and, and it's kind of hard explaining uh, to like all of these Hopis out here because they don't understand what good fats are. Like, like, uh, fish has a lot of good fats. Avocados. Avocados have a good, and they're like nuts, you know, like, but we're farmers out here. Yeah. We don't have, we don't, we don't fish out here. We don't grow avocados. We don't, we don't grow avocados out here. And you know, it, we don't grow peanuts anymore. <laughs> and it was weird because, uh, I, I did take soul down to the, the clinic and they were explaining to her how she could become a little bit more healthier, like, you know, be more spry and be more, you know, energetic. So then she, they were explaining to her, like, you know, this is what you should eat. Like avocado on rye bread or like, you know, uh, maybe an egg on just a t- on toast with a little bit of rye bread. And, you know, and there and she's like, what? Why? You know, I what's whole grain? <laughs> and and she, you know, she had this puzzled look and you're like, you know, and they were explaining to her the same thing about good fats and bad fats. And so she's like, so we can't eat nukuvi anymore? And, you know, I'm like, and I'm like, no, 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 no. And, and she was like, no, no, no. You can still eat that stuff, but you have to eat it in moderation. You know, you have to eat that in where it's, you take in so much, but you have to work it off. And I, I think that that's another thing that actually we've never talked about before, but it's definitely a conversation that does pop up uh, here and there, here on the reservation is, is I guess... How in a way maybe our hospitality works against us Oh yeah, in terms yeah. of our health because this is something that we've never talked about. And for the listeners out there, if you've never visited Hopi before, that any type of person that isn't Hopi that has visited the reservation is that Hopis are well known for our hospitality. Oh yeah. Despite how much we say that we hate each other. 
Yeah. But it actually is a big part of how welcome, welcoming we should be to visitors, mm-hmm. how welcoming we should be to other folks. And so that when you do visit the villages here out on Hopi, that you will be invited to a household to eat and that people are encouraged to eat as much as that they can. Because that's just our, our way. That's oh, yeah. Just, that's just our philosophy. And so for anybody out there that's ever visited a Hopi home, even if you're a Hopi yourself, that, you know, people will be invited to eat and, and, and eat and eat. And yeah. then, so you might sit down, have a bowl of stew and thinking that, okay, I'm then eat. But you'll be told, no, eat some more, <laughs> eat some more. And then so you'll eat as much as you can, feeling, you know, pretty full. Then you'll get up. And then you'll sit down for a little bit and then you'll be told again, eat again, eat again. again." And and so, you know, (laughs) if you're at a village during any one of our ceremonies, you could eat up to five to six times a day. (laughs) Yeah, that that is actually true. And another thing, too, is that when you're invited to eat, that in a way it's rude. To decline. Yeah, it is. And so you're obligated to sit down and eat some more. And so when you're consuming all of this food, as we mentioned before, that a lot of the times you're filling yourself up to your neck with dishes that have the bad fats in it. Uh-huh. The fried potatoes or the the fried hamburger meat. Or, you know, a lot of these bad foods that that you're consuming. And then, you know, a lot of the times the beverages that are available, especially during ceremony time, are the RC Colas, the Shastas, the Pops, you know, Sprite, Kool-Aid, things like that. And very little are you drinking water. Yeah. You know, they're, you know, on, on a traditional Hopi pl- a table, you don't see avocados. You don't see no. the green no. stuff on there. It's all, it's all like a beige colored kind of dishes. <laughs> <laughs> you don't see the color. You don't see in color there. in there. It's all beige on there. And it's, it's, <laughs> I mean, it's because that's how we were raised. That's how we were brought up in, in a way. We just don't see the greens, the reds, you know, the purples. Mm-hmm. We only see just beige fried stuff and and that's how we are the potatoes and the fried you, meat you know uh pre-covid uh during one of the dances in one of the villages i was invited to multiple houses and i felt that i needed to go there just to make sure that i was because i'm invited and you know i want to you know make sure that the people feel hell you know happy when i'm i'm there and and I eat, I eat just a little bit, you know, and they look at you like, are you, is, is that all you're going to eat? You know, you, your bowl's not even to the top yet, you know, and, and uh, some, some women will actually serve you how much you think you should be eating. They think you should be Yeah. Eating. And so, you know, I take it to my salary. You're like, I'll, I'll get myself. <laughs> it's, it's fine. I'll, I can, I can do, I'm a big boy, you know? And, um, you know, I, I eat just a little bit because I know that I'm going to go to a next house and eat again. Uh-huh. And it's like that. And every household has macaroni and cheese and I love macaroni and cheese. And, you know, every, every household that you go to has that, you know? Every household's going to have Things like yeah, tacos, like tacos, spaghetti, macaroni, yeah, tacos, mac- spaghetti, which is pasta, yeah, which is you know in turn turns into sugar. Yeah, when you consume it. Um, you're gonna have some sort of bread, whether that's fry bread or the tortilla bread. Yeah, you're gonna see things like the the hamburger stew, where it's you know ground hamburger and, cooked with uh, vegetables. And, and see, we don't think about like what the 
what the consequences are going to be. We don't think about like the impacts it has on our body that we're doing to ourselves. Mm. You know, all we do is just that eating is supposed to be healthy for you. You know, Kwa said that all food is supposed to be healthy for you, no matter what it is. So go ahead and eat. <laughs> and so that's how I was brought up, you know, like, you know, yeah, I'll go ahead and eat, you know, the, you know, 10 slice of pizza. Yeah, I'll go ahead and do that. <laughs> I always think that like Hopi is the ultimate yin and yang, or it's like the ultimate we're up, but down at the same time. <laughs> like we're completely like contradictory, like all the time. Because then when you think about that, when you think about our dance days, yeah, what does everybody do early in the morning? They go out and they go, yeah, they yeah. go pray. They say, you know, father, son, Please, you know, hear our prayers so that we can live long and healthy lives. And in turn, what do we do? We go home, breakfast, fried potatoes, fried eggs, lunchtime, fried tacos, <laughs> fried bread, processed foods, in between piccadillies, and enormous amounts of cholesterol and sugar. Dinner time, more fried food. <laughs> And then, you know, then then it, it, it just it, it kind of creates this this uh, this weird thing, this weird dynamic to where we ask for healthy lives. Yeah. We wish for good lives. Yeah. But yet yeah. in our actions, we're <laughs> eating these foods, we're eating these bad foods. And, you know, I think that, you know, something that you kind of said, I, I think really speaks to that is because, you know, me being uh, a former culinarian, you know, calling myself yeah, the yeah, five star yeah. fried diamond chef, that I do know about these healthy fats. Yeah. And I yeah. do at least somewhat know about how to cook things so that it's a little bit healthier maybe steaming foods instead of frying them all the time or, you know, all these different processes to, to be able to make your food more more uh, healthier. And so, like, when you think about things like vegetables, is for example, is that you don't cook a vegetable all the way through, for example, things like asparagus or carrots, that you cook it to a certain point to where it still has some crunch in it. Yeah. And what science tells us is that you're leaving some of the nutrients within the vegetable. That's going to be good for your body when you consume it but out here on Hopi we don't understand that that we basically nuke the vegetable <laughs> to where it still kind of holds up some integrity to where it's not completely mush because that's how we're taught to cook it yeah we're taught to cook it like that and so that when you cook it to that point that you're completely cooking out all the nutrients that you're completely eliminating as to why that food is good for you, especially when you're cooking it in things like bacon fat <laughs> or, you know, you're throwing it in with the fried whatever to incorporate it yeah. in that fried yeah. dish that you're 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 eliminating the reason as to why you're you're supposed to be consuming it and so you know i think that's a big, big reason as to why a lot of us are overweight overweight out here on the reservation <laughs> you know what really cracks me up is that um some hopis will believe that eating healthy is eating like bleached rice <laughs> <laughs> and steamed vegetables until it's so soggy that you know it melts in your mouth yeah. but you add in butter and salt and, <laughs> and pepper to, in to there bring out to the bring flavor. out the flavor and they're like you know oh yeah we're eating healthy you know, uh, cook the chicken in some, uh, you know, grease there and some bacon grease. <laughs> and then now thanks to the, the Mexican culture, you got a lot of people out here eating their corn with mayonnaise. Yeah. To imitate oh, the, yeah, the, the, the elote. Yeah, the elote. Yeah. <laughs> 
And it's weird. It's weird because, like, you know, Hopi's love that now. is pure fat. Yeah, and Hopi's love that now. I don't know why, how they got into that. You know, it's... You know, you know. I saw there was one person that was saying that. Oh man, I love the the Mexican corn. You know, I don't know what it's with. And it's like it has mayonnaise on there, and it's just like, oh, good. It's so good. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, uh, but that's nasty. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, aside aside just from our diets and some of the unhealthy things that we've consumed, and we've talked about this before in a previous episode. I, I think it was our. Um, Living both sides of trying to be Hopi and trying to live this Bahana lifestyle, especially when you have a profession, is that the amount of time that a person commits to their job and the amount of time that a person commits to their cultural obligations, to their family obligations, and relating to Hopi culture, that that does create this constant anxiety within our heads, this constant stress within our heads this constant unhealthiness in terms of how we push ourselves to the limits because for example i was gone on vacation for yeah. several days yeah yeah and it's difficult i think as a hopi to go on vacation because going by the time i got to the end of my vacation all I was stressed out about was <laughs> I haven't been to my field in a few days. Yeah. I know that there's lots of weeds in there because the last time I was there, there was lots of weeds and I couldn't get to the whole thing. I need to get back. I need to get back. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, I think that that's definitely a true um, concept that at least that's pretty common amongst older Hopi people. And especially on the women's side, stressing out about if there's other things that pop up. Uh, weddings, baby namings, things in between the ceremonies that they need to get done. And I think that, you know, a big stress that's been caused fairly recently, especially in large part due to the drought that we're undergoing through, is um, this need for corn, this need for corn. Yeah. And so you have a lot of women folks, even, you know, other men, you know, trying to seek out where, where can I buy some corn because our own our own corn stock or our own corn stock is running low that we need corn for things. Yeah. For baby for, names, for our ceremonies. To make yeah. biki to weddings that are coming up. And so, you know, I think that as Hopis, that's something that we don't realize is that depending upon what the climate is like weather-wise, that there might be years where there's not a lot of corn Mm -hmm. but yet we always go about our calendars every single year as if it's business as usual Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and you and i have talked about this a little bit before that unfortunately that we've got into this practice when it comes to our cultural things when it comes to things like weddings yeah when it comes to things like dances is that we do things in extreme extravagance. For some reason, we feel like that our payments need to be 10 times what they are essentially used to be, hisa, in the long, long ago. And so we don't adjust our practices based upon these things. We do things the exact same way 
that we've done it for years, despite there might be a drought where there's not as much corn available, or the fact that we are getting more inclined with the white man's way of life of wanting to have jobs yeah. and then stretching yeah. ourselves too thin because we're trying to work, but yet do these things for our families. You know, uh, like I said before, uh, I coined that word hopicrit, uh-huh. you know, like we're hypocrites in a, in a, in a way where we say that we're going to be doing these different things, but yet we do it opposite becoming hypocrites, but yet we're hopicrits pretty much in a way. And so, I mean, like you can live the lifestyle as you want to live and how you want to live is up to you. You know, we can't tell you what to do. It, it's just up to how individuals want to have their life as, you know, have, if you want to be healthy, go ahead and be healthy. If you want to be sick, go ahead and be sick. You know, it, it's, it's totally up to you. But the way that Hopi is, is that our culture is not, we don't sing about piccadillies. You know, we don't sing about the, the trans fats. We don't sing about, the, <laughs> <laughs> we don't sing about all of those different things like that. And, you know, we don't sing about like the good fats or the bad fats. You know, we, <laughs> All we sing about is like the the good life and the healthy life and the, and how how life is and should be in the Hopis in, in the Hopi world. And you know, I I think that really it's just I guess a big part of it is that we don't untangle this information that we receive. Yeah. Because a big thing about living here on the reservation and everybody hears it is you always are being told and preached of what a Hopi is. Yeah. And you're made to believe that that's our purpose, which I believe that it is. Oh, yeah. To live this life as a Hopi person. But nobody ever teaches you how to do it while living a white man's life at the same time. Yeah. Because essentially that is what we're doing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because, exactly. You know, we've talked about it. We got nine to five jobs. Yeah. You know, we... Uh, big part of our life now is dependent upon our financial income that a big part of our life now is having this money so we could have these things that maybe people created themselves a long time ago i don't know how to build a house but yet i have to have enough money so i can pay somebody else to build my wife's house in kikots movie that i don't know how to do a lot of these things that maybe the people knew well how to do back then now we have to pay for these things, pay other people that have these skill sets to create. And so, you know, I think that that's a big part in terms of having a healthier mindset is really understanding oh, yeah. where it is that we are now in today's society. Because then I don't think that we'll ever be able to get to go back to a point to where they lived in the 1500s, no. 1600s. No. This idea of what this hopekatsi uh, is, but yet we're changing that now because we're incorporating working these nine to fives and having our ceremonies on the weekends so that people can have the days off to be able to attend that or understanding about, you know, what it is that we're praying for and understanding what's available to us instead of stressing out and having to have more than what you actually really need. And so, you know, I think that that's definitely a bigger conversation to have. And, you know, I definitely want to ask you this question before we go is that how are we staying healthy? How are we staying well for those of us that might be healthy or well, or, you know, what are some things 
that you see out here on the reservation that promote that? Oh, there, that actually is a good question. Like I said before, there are, are different programs out here that actually do educate uh, the people around here how to stay healthy or how to keep healthy. But like I said before, is that if you want to become healthy, just go for a walk. I mean, it's not hard to just walk around the village, you know, although you'll probably be labeled as like the drunk, you know, walking around the mm -hmm. village is, you know, oh man, he's probably a drunk just walking around. But, you know, go to the field. If you have a field, go to there, you know, go, you know, hoe around for a while. And if you don't have a field, you can come to mine and help <laughs> me clear some of those weeds out. And, and that's that too, you know, so how about you? What, what, you know, same question to you. And I, I think, you know, it really is that it's, I guess, understanding that because, you know, a lot of what we do consume is quote unquote, Hopi food. And, and so I guess really understanding, you know, the differences in terms of how to prepare a healthy meal yeah, or even cutting things out like fast food and eating a little bit more healthier because, you know, at least understanding what the educational systems are now for myself is that a lot of these schools out here on Hopi do promote healthy meals and, and healthy life ways for the children. And if we could I guess, accommodate that to our own households to where we're only going to be eating healthy, but it's difficult, you know, and I oh, understand yeah. that it's very difficult oh, yeah. because yeah. the Res famous wife did try to get us on a healthier <laughs> meal track and she would do things like, you know, things that were a lot more healthier and there was only so much that we could take. I think for me is when it got to vegetarian chili night, <laughs> like where's the sick we at? Where's, where's the meat? And I can't tell you how angry my oldest this daughter was when she came home from a hard day of school and a hard day of cross country practice. She was so hungry. She just wanted to eat something yeah. that was hearty. And we told her, Oh, we're eating spaghetti. And she was okay. We're eating spaghetti. She gets home omitting that it was vegetable oh, spaghetti, no. basically <laughs> using uh, spaghetti squash yeah. and using that in place of the pasta. She was so mad that thinking that she was going to come home to what we think of so spaghetti, the new pasta. Basically like, uh, here's, uh, here's some sticks and some leaves here. <laughs> Let's go wild on this here. Exactly. <laughs> and so, you know, I definitely understand how difficult that is, especially when you lived a life yeah. that was you yeah. know, primarily soaked in Crisco fat and potatoes <laughs> you know think about some of your most favorite foods tacos the breakfast burritos that people out here love so much that a lot of the old souls make you know it, it definitely it's a difficult thing that when you've lived unhealthy your whole life because basically a lot of us that's what our lives have been this unhealthy lifestyle throughout our whole you, lives especially when you're not active you know uh hopis don't wear cologne because we always sweat out the 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 bacon grease and the <laughs> fry bread grease and we smell really good to the women that way <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for listening to Carl and J-Man Save the World Podcast Season 5. This wraps up Season, season five. 5. You know, thank you. Thank you, everybody, from the beginning uh, that made this possible. We will be back for Season 6 sometime in the future. Sometime in the future and where we're going to take a much needed yeah, break. Yeah, we're going to be taking a much needed break because, you know, we're hoping guys that do have actual lives out from here. So, but if you do want to uh, donate to 
of the CJ podcast, go to anchor.fm slash CJ podcast 85 to become a monthly donor for 99 to 999. It's up to you. Or if you want to just donate a dollar or more, just go to buymeacoffee.com slash CJ podcast and to donate $1 or more. We'd like to thank you out there for supporting us through uh, five seasons of the CJ podcast. Reach 40,000 downloads within this season. Like to thank all of our uh, 30 pack special giver circle again. Yeah. Because you have definitely made us the podcast that we are today. Big shouts out again to our sponsors at Terra Firm Development, Justin Villarreal. And if you're interested in sponsoring us, you can hit us up at cjpodcast85 at gmail.com. Don't forget, if you are not subscribed to our social media accounts, you can find us at Facebook at Carl and J-Man. Same thing across the boards with Instagram and Twitter. And we will definitely be hoping to get our YouTube channel back up and revamped and get some new content out for that and so uh, i guess you know until next time all right well thank you again for listening to carl and j-man save the world podcast my name is carl and this is my best friend j-man so long quack, quack.